Hey everyone, in this AB Talks with Ons Jabber, we start to get to know the person behind all of these titles. Behind the tennis court, who is Ons as a daughter, as a wife, as a human. So I'm pretty sure you're going to see different sides of her that you probably didn't know before. Hello. Hello. غريبة على أول الصبح أنا وأنتي مبتسمين يعني تعرفين؟ دائما لازم مبتسمين. الحمد لله. الحمد لله. فبداية يا أنس يضحكني أول شيء إن الأسامينا نفس الشيء أنا سأنس من نفس المعنى أنت شايفة أي حلقة؟ شفت شوية. أوكي. كل ما شوية أحسن. تابعتك يا حقيقة. السؤال الأول سؤال بسيط وهو أنس بصراحة كيف حالك؟ والله أولاً الحمد لله هذه أول حاجة دي ما نجم نقولها ثانياً تعبنا شوية الحقيقة تعرف as a tennis player يعني حاجة ما هيش سهلة يلزم كثير تضحيات وأكيد نحاول باش نكون جيدة كل ما نقدر وكهو انت قلتي as a tennis player it's not that easy no it's not شو اللي الناس يمكن ما يعرفون عشان يمكن الناس يشوفونك انس ويقولون يعني خل تشكر ربها ان هي تقوم وتنام وبس تسوي شيء واحد بس تلعب رياضه عشان نحن خصوصا في مجتمعاتنا العربي مرات العربيه نشوف ان الرياضه مثل في المدرسه الواحد يلعب شويه رياضه يعني خلاص حياته بسيطه فكره الاحتراف يمكن مش موجوده بشكل كامل ولكن هل حياة اللاعب الرياضي المحترف أنت تقولي مو بسهلة نعم شو قصدك مش سهلة؟ قصدي اللي أولاً it's a gamble يعني لما أنت تختار تكون في الكيس متاعي لاعبة محترفة أنا درست كملت خديت البكالوريا متاعي وما تعرف كل بارنت يحب يشوف بنته ولا ولده يكون عنده ستيبل جوب بايد افري مانث بس بين بروفيشنال تنس بلاير ان ماي كيس يو دونت نو اف يو غونا ميك ات اور نوت يو كان بي سوتش ان اميزنج بلاير بس انفورشنتلي جيت انجرد اند يو كان نوت ميك ات تو ذا توب سو It's a risky job, I gotta hmm. say. But uh, for me, I love to take risks. I love, love the danger. And uh, especially I love to follow something that I love so much. And that's tennis for me. I was a professional tennis player. I was I want to win a Grand Slam. Have an accept Grand Slam. Sura can't wait half in Mochi. But you know, you go through ups and downs. Or feel doubts, yani shwaya. Tas li, am I gonna make it or not? It's it's a risky job. Yeah, I wasn't think. I didn't think of it. The way you said it, which is interesting, I know it, yeah. but I really didn't think of it so much because one bad injury and yeah. you're done. Um, and I guess in the world of sports or any maybe sport 
career because sport careers are usually short. People finish their careers very early, like yeah. modeling. I think even yeah. modeling is similar. Um, a lot of them, they would, it's like a trend. They go really up because they win something really big, but then to sustain it is a completely different story. So yeah. when I see athletes that are consistently winning, I'm like, that's not luck. No. You know, you can't be lucky like that. You can win one or two by luck, maybe. Yeah. Uh, more, I would think it's very difficult. But you said once that it's very risky because one bad injury yeah, and you're done. This is what I didn't think about. If you have a good degree, you can always find another job. And until maybe you're 60, 70, easy. Yeah. But as a professional athlete, no. No, it's, it's really risky. You can get injured and it depends. I mean, uh, for me, a professional athlete, the, the, the worst enemy is the injuries, you know, and you should uh, know your body. You should know what to do to, let's say, a tennis player could play until, like, what, 33, 32. Some players could go and play until 40 because maybe their body is feeling better. Mm. Maybe uh, you can see, like, a... Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is like, <laughs> uh, I don't know, 39 now? Late or 30s, late, yes. Yeah, and he's like a beast. Like, he's still uh, better than any of us physically, you know? So, um, again, the sacrifice that you do with your body, because um, as a teenager or um, as a young woman, you know, you, you don't have the same, um, how you say, the same uh, things that other women have. You know, you sleep early you eat a certain way and that from early age until like, I don't know, maybe 35 if it's good enough. And that for me is sacrifice. Plus, you don't see your family enough. I've uh, been traveling since the age of 10 uh, to play tournaments, you know, outside Tunisia. Um, I had to go to a high school. Uh, I'm from Sousse. It's like uh, an hour and a half from the capital in Tunis. So I had to stay uh, in Tunis to study and play tennis at the same time. And it was like four or five hours training a day, mm. plus, you know, school and everything. And I was away from my parents. So uh, that kind of like a little bit of sacrifice, which was for me, it was worth it because that's, I was following my dream. Mm. So you commented on the studio, how white it is. Yeah, <laughs> bright. Uh, my next question, mm. and it's funny, this interview, I'm going to always think the question should be in English or Arabic, so it's okay. So this question, um, I was think I was going to ask you, if I give you a white canvas, very similar to what you feel, mm -hmm. and I asked Ons to draw her mental state currently, what would you draw? Mm, I would draw a smile. Because mm. um, first thing that comes to my head always is always smiling. And... Uh, that's kind of a little bit my nickname in, on tour. Uh, once uh, they, they come up to me, I was like, once you're always smiling. And my joke is, because when you laugh and smile, you live longer. <laughs> so so that's, my, that's my life, you know? I like to smile and um, turn like negative energy into positive, uh, even though it's not gonna go my way. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy, but uh, sometimes I have sad moments, I get angry. I'm a, I'm a human being, you know, it's, it's a normal thing. But um, learning from tennis, you know, because I learn a lot, uh, maybe from other people, it's just a tennis match. But for me, it's like um, some angry moments I can get on court and people watching me, they, they know I get angry a lot on the court. 
but like it, it allows me to express myself, you know. I don't want to hold anything inside me. I just want to let it out and just say like, this is me. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to pretend that everything is going right. No, if I need to get angry, I will. Uh, but get back to the game uh, quickly, you know. So um, I'll say I'm smiling right now. And can smiling be considered fake? Um, only if I'm not feeling like smiling, I don't. Hmm. But sometimes, even though you feel like angry or sad or anything, but a smile could lead you to the way of being more happy. Hmm. That's how I see it. Yeah, I do think we can trick our brain. Apparently, there's this thing, if you look in the mirror and you laugh or you smile, even yeah. alone, which looks crazy. I do that. Your brain can actually start to feel better. Yeah, I, I do that. I actually talk to myself in the mirror, like, to uh, get more confident. Uh, you know, sports is all about tricking your mind because sometimes you can get into a level like you're like really tired and you need to push and you play a big final and you need to calm down because you're super stressed. So for me, I have like, uh, always look in the mirror like, I'm confident, I can do it, I'm gonna win. And I keep repeating to myself, you know, during uh, like a tennis match, um, uh, tactical things, you know, uh, mm. you can do this forehand, you can do this backhand, just smile. And, and sometimes I just smile and interact with the crowd because I feel like they give me great energy, you know, mm. and, and that helps me. Okay. Um, what's the most emoji you're using? This. <laughs> really? Yeah. I do that too a lot. I think it's my most one, actually. It's a high five, but for me, it's like praying. <laughs> it's not a high five. Hey, pray. Shukran. Yeah, but and apparently it's, it's like a high five for some reason. But yeah, for me, it's like praying. And Is uh, it a high five? I never thought of it. It's, some people say it's high five uh, and some people uh, we thought for me it's like uh, being grateful you know hey yeah, yeah. Um, قصتي مع تنس started that way خطرني شقية و I had a lot of energy so I had to go to sleep at some point and my my mom she's a big tennis fan and she always wanted to play and she loves sports so she takes me I was three years old she takes me with her to the tennis club and that's how I started playing tennis and I was swimming also at the same time so doing different other sports. Um, I'll explain that why, because that helped me to develop the talent that I kind of have right now uh, with playing tennis and everything. Mm. But so playing different sports did help. Yeah, went to school. Um, um, I don't know what to say again. Like uh, I have two brothers, one sister, uh, lucky. Uh, to have uh, loving brothers, really, and uh, my sister, we're, we're close, like two years apart, two years. I'm the youngest one, mm. so two years, four years, six years. Pretty, mratabin, mashallah. The parents, mashallah, mratabin. If I ask you, who are you? 
Um, I'm a simple human being. Uh, I try to live my life to the fullest. Uh, I try to live my dreams and, uh, and not regret anything. I'm someone that's super grateful for what I have because it's, I feel like it's very, very important. And I always try to stay humble because for me, that's the most important thing about being myself. So being myself is, is very important for me. And um, I'm just a tennis player for a few years. Then I'm going to be just a human being, you know? Hmm. That is a good point. Yeah. And um, you said, I try not to regret things. Do you regret certain things? Um, I used to before, but now I don't because the mistakes you can say that I did, or maybe uh, I learned a lot from it. Mm. And that made me the person that I am today. Um, just to give you an example, um, as a person, like I, I used to get really angry and not be able to manage my, my anger at some point, but now I'm learning to do that. And that did help me, but I also learned how to express myself more. Mm. Uh, I've, I always believe in, in mental health, so I always had someone uh, following me, you know, uh, around. It's, it's very, very important for me that I do that. Mm. Uh, it's for my job, tennis, or for my personal growth. Um, yeah, um, I made mistakes like uh, as a tennis player. I like um, made some choices that uh, it wasn't right. I took my time. You earlier said uh, some people, they go like mm. success directly. It wasn't the case for me. I was too injured a lot of times. Uh, I was a good junior before uh, when I played juniors in tennis. So I was four in the world and then I was waiting for myself to, when I go professional, like I'll be in a top 10, top 20, but it took time, you know, it was very, very difficult for me to, to, to be a professional tennis player, you know, the dream that I want to achieve. And I can see some players that I was, I was playing with in a juniors and they were, you know, highly ranked better than me. I was like, why am I stuck here? And they're there. And I was beating them, you know? <laughs> so what's happening? This is not fair. Mm. And since, you know, I accepted that, I learned more about my body. Then um, I'm two in the world. Uh, the players that I was playing with, they're behind me right now in the ranking. Um, just everything happens for a reason. Right? And I truly believe that. Mm. Okay. Um, your mother obviously played the role. Yeah. Your dad, when did you have your dad? My dad is a He's always supportive. Uh, يعني أمي هي كانت لتهزني التنس كلاب التورنمنتس بس الوالد كان very very يعني سبورف و يعني أي شيء توا علاقتي مع الوالد أي شيء نستحق له uh, well, please can you do this and I know the thing is gonna be done because I'm always like sure and uh, 
a lot of things in me, like my character, the discipline that I have, is I got it from him, you know. Hmm. Is uh, uh, 8 a.m. appointment, it's 8 a.m. appointment, you know. You know how it can be sometimes, uh, but my father was very disciplined and honestly I'm super grateful for that that he teach me a lot of valuable things that I am actually using right now mm. and I'm always like free I talk to him like anything and he's I, I love his opinion about things uh, it's just really amazing to have him you think on uh, any from your life and in general you think it's really important the role of what your parents played in who you are today? Did it actually impact and actually make you reach where you are? Or is it a side thing? Is it a major thing? Is it insignificant, very significant? I think it's very important how, the, first of all, the relationship between you, your father or your mother, that's very important. And the role that they played to, to make you the person that you are today. And uh, for me, um, I feel like I was lucky because I, again, I, I talk a lot. I express myself a lot with my mom. I was like, um, I tell her like, mom, I'm, I'm gonna be number one. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And my mom, she tells me, you're such a dreamer. <laughs> you know, at certain times, it's like, oh my, it's like, go back, come back to earth. You know, it's like you're dreaming a lot. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's very, very important to, to know the role of the parent because it will definitely either affect you in a good way or in a bad way. Mm. And then you choose um, if you use that as a good thing to turn into, uh, sorry, the bad thing turn into a good thing or, or the opposite. Mm. It's like there is a lot of examples in this. Uh, parents, uh, مع الكيدز اللي هو يولي الكاركتر متاعه صعيب ولا هي تيرن ذات انتو لايك سمايلينغ اند بي هابي هابي بيرسون شيئين الشيء الاول بالنسبه للوالده وان يور ماذر وود سي يود سي اد بي نمبر 1 اكشلي ايفن ريوايندينغ Knowing what you want to do at three years old, you're very it's blessed. A, it's, not, it's not that three years old. I no, no, but you <laughs> said that I'll play in the Grand Slam or I'll be a professional yeah, tennis player I always, at, yeah. at three. is so interesting uh, no, because... Not at three, but I like at... Uh, sorry, I started playing at three. Maybe okay. I said it wrong, sorry. But like maybe at six years old, I, yeah. I'm, I'm full into competition. I hate losing. It's, it drives me crazy if I do. Very competitive. And uh, I compete always with my brothers and, and my sister. I actually play football with my brothers and leave my sister with her Barbies alone. <laughs> it was a bad thing for me. But uh, yeah, I, I remember I have a footage of me at eight or nine. I was playing a tournament in Jerba, in Tunisia. I'm saying, I'm like, I'm going to win French Open, Roland Garros. And I couldn't even spell it right at the time. And so everybody started laughing, you know? I was like, why? I mean, I believe I can do it. And I had no idea what it takes to be a professional tennis player. Eventually, I ended up winning the French Open juniors, you know. Maybe it's, it's, a, it's a warm up for, for the big one. Hmm. Yeah, because so the point I wanted to make when you, you as a young person says, yeah. I'm going to be number one. Yeah. Uh, some parents will be like, I'm sure. Yeah. 
And that kind of belief will be like, oh, okay, maybe I will. And yeah. some parents very normally will say, yeah, you're yeah. dreaming. Yeah. Does that make you doubt yourself or you're like, I, I will show my mother or father or anybody that I actually am serious, I will do it. Is it an actual yeah. belief or is it a 50-50 belief? Um, I think when like my mom was like telling me, uh, stop, stop dreaming, like literally like you're over the moon, but let's see what's going to happen, you know? Mm. So I think she's like half, half, like uh, she, she has no idea what, what it takes to be a professional tennis player. So as a parent, I kind of like, come on, come with me because this is my dream and probably going to suffer with me because you're going to take me to tournaments, you're going to mm. do that. And not just me sacrificing, but her, you know, she she made a lot of sacrifice, you know, my father as well. So I'm going to drag them into into my life. So I can understand was like, what are you, what are you saying? What is this? What is tennis player mean? Uh, Obviously, we don't have this in Tunisia. We never really had like uh, tennis players from Tunisia being number one or the Arab world. So it's kind of, you know, big for them. But at the same time, I was like, you don't believe me. Okay, I'm going to show you. <laughs> so that, that part, I like. I like proving people wrong as well, you know, it's especially in something that uh, I'm, I know that I can be good at, you know. And at least maybe that gave me also, you know, um, a lot of strength to work harder and harder to be where I am today. The second thing mm -hmm. I was going to remark on is the regret part. Yeah. For example, as a tennis player, uh, I know you lost the final. I'm not very good with details, huh? Yeah, two okay. finals actually. You, a okay, lot of lost, finals. <laughs> let's say um, the most important ones? Uh, Wimbledon and US Open. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to know your brain. So now when it's talking about regret, when you lose a final, do you think, I wish I can go back in time and play this way because it, I could have easily won this. Or not easily, but I could have won this. Yeah. Or is it like, shit, I need to learn and next time I'm going to do it better. It's very easy to say the second one, but I don't think it's very human. Yeah. I, I don't know how your how your, your mind. We don't need to talk about somebody else. Yeah. How does Ons's mind think when she loses as something as big as a final? What happens after? I'll tell you something. Um, maybe I mean this is the first time I say it, but when I lose a match, any match, imagine not even a final, I can't sleep. My brain is like spinning literally seeing every point that I played with every motion that I did. It's like, why did it? Did you miss that shot? You should have went there. You should have did this. And, you know, the more I played, the more like matches I played, because, you know, as a tennis player, you, you kind of lose every week until you win the tournament. But literally you get a loss every week, yeah. which is damaging for the brain. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really suffering here. Why can't I sleep? I'm thinking about every point. And um, thankfully, when I played Wimbledon and lost that final, I was exhausted emotionally, physically, everything. And I really gave it all. Like for me, I was like, I, my mental coach was with me, Melanie. So I was like, Melanie, I, I don't know, but this is tough. I don't know what I could have done more. Like, I'm, I'm really exhausted. It isn't like physically I don't have any more powers in me to, to do more, you know? Tactically, I could have done different things for sure. But then I was like, okay, I'm, 
I was really happy after because even in the press conference, I was like, I have nothing to regret. I gave it all and it wasn't meant to be. And obviously this is what it's supposed to happen today. And I'm happy because it is that way. And I learned, I kept, of course, replaying the match in my head, talk to my coach, should have done this, this. But then, you know, reveling in the regret, it's, it's not fun. It's like, you don't learn. Mm. For me, it was learning, was more to accept that I lost that final and know what I should do more to win the title again, you know? And then US Open happened, same thing happened. I lost the final. And again, I was smiling, you know, on the court and everything, but then I was like crying after the match. But crying because I need to let out. I don't want to hold those emotions. It's going to affect me so bad after. So I'm like talking to my coach, like, I don't know, I was trying, I was running, I was doing this. It was like super fast. I didn't know what to do at certain time. And then he was like, don't worry, it takes time. It always takes time with you. And it does actually, because it's, if you can see my career always, I need time to adjust, to know this and, but it's gonna happen. And I know it's gonna happen, you know, but also I'm very lucky to have a team like this behind me because if I'm feeling down, they put me up and that's how it works really. I hope I answered the question. Yeah, you answered it very nicely. And personally, which I like, I appreciate. Told you, I, I like to be open about it. So. Because you're on the right show. Um, so you think when a person is in this, or you are in this situation, mm -hmm. is it a skill issue that you lose a final or is it a mental issue? Or fitness maybe? Personally, I think it's um, a lot of things together. And it depends with, with the day. So they tell me, you don't play a final, you win it, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm trying this. I'm trying to win it. I swear, you guys, I'm trying to win it. I'm like, okay, mentally, um, I, was, I was doing everything right, you know, with Melanie doing every step. Uh, we do our routine in the morning. We, we talk, I talk a lot. I talk about our, my fear, you know? She's like, you have your fear of what's gonna happen that day. You put it in a plastic bag and you throw it. And that's what I try to do. What are you scared of? I'm scared of losing. I'm scared of stressing out. I'm scared of missing a lot of boys. I'm, 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 I'm scared of doing like what I'm not supposed to do on a final or something. And just little lot of, like even like crazy things, you know? And then we do the breathing and then we prepare myself and then I use some essential oils. It helps me, you know, relax. And then, you know, tactical part, I speak to Isam. I, I get ready. I try to focus on a plan. And then, you know, Karim was also my husband and my fitness coach. Um, prepare me physically, you know. And uh, of course, before I do recovery, everything. And uh, honestly, uh, you can not be physically ready, which is okay because sometimes you're like tense and you could make mistakes. But for me, there is a lot of combination of, of all three that could go wrong. But for me, the most important thing, if you're mentally ready, you can overcome your fatigue, your stress. You can be more focused to follow the plan that my coach gave me. Mm. And that for me is clear. And um, 
back in 2010, when I was playing juniors, I had a surgery on my wrist here. And uh, <laughs> I was, I didn't hit like tennis for like five months. And I was training fitness and I trying to get back. And you know how tough it is to stay five, six months out of not playing, you know. And the 2010, I lost the final for the French Open juniors. 2011, um, I went like this. Uh, I had like uh, some meeting with a journalist and everything. Like, uh, what are you wishing for? I was like, literally, I don't know how I said it until now. I was like, I'm going to win the French Open. All of them, they start laughing, all the journalists. Seeing me like this with the wrist, uh, like really, I cannot move. Uh, I was a baby again. My mom was taking care of me again. I couldn't even put a T-shirt on because I had uh, my wrist, uh, the injury and uh, the surgery. And uh, yeah, after it was in June, uh, I won the French Open. And for me, I asked my fitness coach at the time, it was not my husband, I was really young. I told him, do you think physically I'm ready? I was like, no, you're not. I was like, thank you. That really pumps me up and that gives me energy. So proving him wrong <laughs> again, uh, I went there and I can tell you physically I wasn't ready. Tennis wise, um, I was okay. But you know, mentally I wanted that so bad that I overcome everything. So for me, that's why I always say if you're brain is is good ready to do anything you can achieve anything how much did you want it in the final you lost how much sorry did, did you mentally want it in the finals that you lost so bad i even uh put um, the trophy of wimbledon on my screen lock hmm. from a month ago hmm. I, I knew I wanted that title so bad, Wimbledon. And uh, actually, beginning of the year, I was trying to manifest it a little bit. They asked me, can you predict something? I was like, I'm the winner of Wimbledon uh, 2022. <laughs> I just said that. And I knew something great could happen at Wimbledon, but I was really, really close, like one set away, kind of. But yeah, mentally, I wanted it so bad. Maybe sometimes when you want something so bad, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, like manifesting is scary because if you don't get it, you're like, shit. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, I talked and I said it. And you know who used to do this a lot? Yeah. Uh, Muhammad Ali, Allah Yerhamah. Muhammad Ali would announce if he's going to win, if he's going to be the champion of the world. And if I'm not mistaken, sometimes he would announce which round he will win. How scary is that to do as, imagine you saying, I'm going to win this many sets, this many. It's a huge commitment. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you look really bad. So I always thought like, and I think it was Michael Jordan or a certain athlete who would say something so big because now he has to live up to it. Yeah. So he announces it verbally in front of the public to make it like a commitment. For now, he's screwed because he made a commitment to the public. Yeah. He can't say like, oh, I'm too tired, I have cramps. Now he can't. That's, so, that's what I like to do, actually. When mm. they ask me about my goals, uh, certain players, they don't feel comfortable saying, it's like, let's see, I don't know, I'm trying my best. And for me, I like to announce it and say it. Because first of all, I am saying to them, but actually saying it to myself and saying it out loud. 
because it's here somehow, it's, it's there, mm -hmm. but I don't want to say it. And I am someone that hates breaking promises. So it's like, I'm promising you guys that I'm going to do this, this. Mm. And yeah, 2020, I said, I want to be top five. I want to win Grand Slams and I want to win more titles. Well, I won more titles. I'm in top five, but I didn't win the Grand Slams. Yet. Yet. And they said like, because I said 2022, I was like, you guys, two finals, I tried. Mm. And I tried to keep my promise. Maybe I didn't not keep it, but I am going for that title, you know? Mm. So. And it's fine, you know, once the, the beauty of uh, life is contrasts, yeah. okay? Hello, Mar. Jamil Qabih. Raha, Saouba. So if we go to the contrast, you've tasted bad losses. So when you're going to taste a win, ooh. You're going to really enjoy that meal a lot because yeah. you've tasted the other. It's if you just won, I don't know where Ons would be. True. You know, I don't know if you'd continue winning or it was just you quickly won and too easily you didn't appreciate it fully. You didn't taste that meal properly. But if you really lose and you taste how ugly and bitter a loss can be, yeah. you don't want to repeat that taste again. That's one. So you try to avoid it. And then when you actually get a good dish, you appreciate everything in the dish. Of course. Every single ingredient. Of course. But I think it's just a yet. Yeah. You know? I believe that too. Maybe one day I come back with a title and like yeah. I told you so, Anas. <laughs> no, I'm with you. You don't need to tell me. No. But I think with your it's mindset. It's a motivation for me. Ah. You, you know me now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, can, you can use me as a motivation, Adi. <laughs> that you have to come back when you win. Promise. Deal. Mm. We'll promise shake up, is a promise. We'll shake early on that. Okay. Um, good. You promise Uns and you promise Anas. You know? Do you know and how the they named me Uns? Hmm. Uh, my grandfather had a, a dream, like a call, and was saying Anas, Anas. So he comes to my mother, and she's like, I can't name her Anas. I'm having a girl. Anas is a boy's name. So they were looking for the closest one, and it was Ons. How so, yeah. cool that! <laughs> mm. Could have been an Anas, you know. <laughs> um, you went to school? Yeah, I did. How were you in school as a young person? Uh, honestly, my parents were really strict with the grades, so I always maintained uh, good, good grades, really mm. great ones. Because to be able to play tennis, you need to keep good grades. Mm. So that was the deal with the parents. Mm. Uh, and um, for me, uh, I chose to go to when I was in school very young. You know, I had good grades. And then I went to like, um, like I told you, high school, sports high school. Mm. We train from 7 to 9, 9.30. And then we go to school from 10 to 4. And then 4.30 until 7, 8, we, we train. But I was lucky because when I go to tournaments, the, the teachers, um, they teach us back, the, me personally, the, the course that I missed. Mm. And um, I was really, the, the deal to play tennis was to go, keep good grades. So I, I had good grades. And as a, what kind of girl were you? Were you the bully? Were you bullied? Were you the popular one or antisocial? Like, Definitely what kind of... not the popular one. 
not the popular one. No, it was uh, on my own, like uh, the Joker, probably in the class, uh, and not a bully. No, I hate I hate that. Uh, not bullied. No, um, I play in tennis, so I had like boxing. In me. Don't mess with me. <laughs> Uh, I was just the, the sports girl uh, that, that everybody knows that I play sports. And for me, it's just playing tennis was my, my freedom, you know, like the place to be. The tennis court was the place where I can express myself and be me. Mm. So, yeah, I was just sitting in the first, second table, you know, and just following and just having friends and normal, you know. And also, again, I went to it kind of um, special high school again. We were all playing sports, uh, different sports, uh, swimming, running. Uh, at, this, at the time, was not a collective sport, only individual. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's it's something we shared, and uh, we were not many in the classroom as well, which also lucky to have that so. to understand better. And uh, we had really the best teachers, and I really want to thank them because they did a lot for me. As, as a person, so if they're watching. Mm. Um, being Arab mm -hmm. and African, mm. uh, was it a difficult road? Maybe because you don't have many people who have made it yeah. in your field that are either Arab or African. Um, so is it a difficult road to take? It is, it is a difficult one, yes. Not. Um, I think the thing that bothered me a lot was people not believing that it could happen. For me, I was a human being. I had two, two legs, two arms. Why I cannot do the same thing they're doing in Europe or in US or whatever. So for me, that did bother me a lot. Um, also made me stronger, you know, because oh, you cannot do it. You're from Tunisia, you're Arab. And I'm like, why? If I'm competent enough, if I work hard enough, then I can do it. Mm. So it was a very difficult road. But at the same time, I always say, for some reason, I always say, if I didn't have this difficulty to be this player, maybe I would not make it. Maybe if we had like uh, the best facilities that they have in US or whatever, maybe I would have been too spoiled and not make it, you know? So for me, I just, maybe I love this road. I love to take this difficult road. And for mm. me, it was, it was perfect the way it is. We don't have the best tennis court, probably not the best gym, but that made me stronger and just, you know, made me look for more and more and be the player that I am today. Do you like to read? A little bit. You should read a book yeah. that I'd recommend. It's called Grit, G-R-I-T. Okay. You'll like it. And it's about some, something you just said. Yeah. Hey. Um, is it true that some sponsors didn't want to work with you because of where you're from? Yeah. Hmm. Um, that, that killed me, you know, because I was a good player, talented, young. But the thing is, the, the excuse for them was like, the market is not good. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And the, you know, at the same time, it was from one of the sponsors was clothing. At the same time, I was not asking for money. I was just asking for clothes to wear, you know? And they were giving the same deal for another player from another country because the other country is another country. 
And she was like less ranked than me. Mm. She's not even playing anymore, I think, or something. And I'm like, what, what is the, what it's gonna take you? Like even budget wise, it doesn't cost much to give clothes to, to play, you know, in the tennis world. So I'm like, uh, just, I'm not asking you to give me money. I'm not asking you even like make me a lower deal than others, but let me prove for you that I, I'm, I'm worth it, you know? And that chance they didn't even give me, you know? So sometimes I hold the grudge. So if this sponsor comes to me and they did, I don't want to sign with you anymore. You know, mm -hmm. you didn't see me when I was like a lower ranked player. Now I really don't want you. Mm. Which is a good and bad thing at the same time. You know? Sah. Yeah. Sah. Um, I heard the interesting story. I need to research who it was exactly and which brands. Yeah. But the story is, uh, in a nutshell, that this guy was supposed to sign a really huge deal with mm. this huge uh, sporting brand. And in the presentation, they misspelled his name. Oh. Like they say, oh, we want to work with da 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 da, and it's misspelled. And he said no. And then he went to somebody who paid him like a quarter of what the other people were, but it was a really good proposal with really tailor made for him. It was so made for him. Yeah. And I found it interesting and, and very stupid by the the big brand because the big brand thinks they're a big brand and they just get you for the sake of getting you yeah but where they forgot something so important not only the name it's the idea behind the name that whoever did the presentation and whoever Identity checked the presentation the person, yeah. you know it's not a nice thing if no. you want to make a person feel special and we all want to feel special or we want to feel that somebody believes in us or somebody has similar values and that's why they want to work with us Exactly. But and if you can do that? Yeah. The thing is, um, in the tennis world, and unfortunately, they don't sponsor you for your talent only, you know. They have priorities, and then the way you play, it comes like fourth or fifth. And there is a story with a girl, and uh, she named uh, one of the companies, big one. She said, you're lucky that you're beautiful, that's why we are signing you. So actually they're signing her because she's beautiful, not because she's fit or she plays good, but because she's beautiful. And for me, this is sad. Like you want to sell products because using women's beauty. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen with men a lot. Women, they use that. And for me, like, no, sign me for the talent, not because I'm beautiful and not, I don't know, just for who I am. That's really sad for me. And that's what happened with me, but you know, in, in a different other story. Mm. Maybe if I was more beautiful, they would have signed me right away. Depends where. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I'm from. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. But I think it's so important of what you're doing at the moment. Yeah. Um, and you're right. We should be assessed according to talent because that's what the sport is about. Yeah. Um, maybe has, as, as charisma play a part, uh, looks play a part. I'm never going to be also in denial. I'm sure everything plays yeah. a part. You know, the brand. Does this person dress cool and colorful or, or they're too boring? Uh, yeah. Do they speak in a certain way? Do they look a certain way? Yeah. It all plays a part. But like you said, it shouldn't be number four. Talent should be number one. Of course. And I think what you would do, Bad Uns, is you're going to represent this. 
Like even today, you didn't come in heels and makeup and all of this because you want to be what maybe a lot of the, the world wants you to be. Yeah. No, you're here as a human being, as a woman, as a talented person, as an Arab, as an African, you're representing 15 things just by the way you are. Yeah. And you have to stick to that because if you don't, what happens to every other girl who's talented? Yeah. Now she feels she needs to be too... Uh, pretty and too sexy and too and sell not her talent but as she's selling her looks yeah. and we don't win our looks in a competition no. we're born with them you know I'm born yeah. with a certain height <laughs> and a certain nose and a certain ears it's not a competition to get the of best course. ears yeah <laughs> but I have to be very at peace yeah with the Arab nose and I should be okay <laughs> with it and if we are okay with it and yeah. this is what Uns is teaching the generation Habibti be okay with or without me makeup. Be okay being an Arab or not Arab. Be okay. And if you can teach this, you're teaching so much beyond the sport. Exactly. And if a brand can see that, good for them. And if they can't see that, it's fine. Yeah. You're not for me. I'm yeah. trying to change that kind of uh, using my position right now. And for me, big like word that really, really helped me is accept and as I soon as like starting doing that accept that I had to get injured I had to take my time to arrive at a certain level except that those sponsors denied me because they made me stronger and it's part of my path I did accept a lot of things except the person that I am except my body except my face except my game except a lot of things and that's it sounds maybe easy to say, but it made my life much easier because satisfying myself is the first thing that I want to do. How do you want to make people accept you if you don't even accept yourself? How is that even possible? You can't. So for me, I'm like, fine. You don't want me. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I am accepting myself. This is my game. It might be different from other players. That's fine, fine by me. It's, it's completely different, you know? But this is my path and I'm gonna follow it how it's supposed to be and make it even better. So yeah, I think what, what you're doing once is, uh, is bigger than you think. Yeah. I don't want to overwhelm you, but <laughs> it's good because you, you should be good with that size. في في كلام حلو حد قال لي من قريب قال لي مش كل حد قد الشهرة أنت قد الشهرة you're made for it I my opinion I think you're made for it you're made for this role as a human being in this world to take this message and to deliver this message it's not for everybody some for some people it's too much yeah. The fame and the popularity and the responsibility representing Tunisia, representing Africa, representing the Arab world, representing women. It's a lot. It is. You know? But again, I, I take that as a privilege, you know? Because mm. I can choose like, oh, this is too much. It is too much at a certain time. But then it's great. I mean, yes, Tunisia did push me to do more for Tunisia. And then from represented Tunisia, I'm represented the Arab world. And now, like I tell you, this year was crazy. I I get recognized on the street that 
It's like, what, what happened? Like, literally what happened? And for me, uh, once you made a Wimbledon done final, you made the US Open final, like people do recognize you. And I get surprised every time I see non-Tunisian asking me for a picture. I'm like, oh, you follow me, okay. I don't, I don't get yeah, like, I don't get it. And the thing is, I'm very bad with taking a compliment. Like sometimes like, okay, thank you. And people like, oh, you're inspirational, like, thank you. And I'm like, I'm sweating and I'm like, this is stressful. Like I, I really, I, I have trouble accepting people like uh, saying nice things about me. I don't, mm. I don't know why, to be honest with you. Maybe, you know. <laughs> Does Ons love herself? I do. I learned that. Hmm. It was it was tough at the sometimes, you know, just uh, hate yourself for so many things. Uh, but then, if I want to be loved, I have to love myself, and I really do love myself, and I appreciate a lot of things. And sometimes, like I push myself, like Ons, I'm I'm proud of you. And I try to say that as like speaking to the mirror is, is encouraging because it helps me, you know, just uh, again, accept who I am, love who I am and be, be the person that I am. And uh, proud of myself is something that I am learning right now to do. Good. Because um, sometimes we're not, we don't feel comfortable accepting a compliment because we don't know if we deserve it. Yeah. And it's okay. Like sometimes it takes time for you to know yeah. that you're like, I, I deserve this. And sometimes you don't want to feel you deserve it too much because then you're arrogant. I hate so it's, it's yeah. that very fine line between being very confident and arrogant. Yeah. And yani somebody says, Ans, mashallah, you played so well to, to the, today in the tournament. I can accept that. You know you played well. So you're like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> but you know, whether they say it or not, yeah. You know, it's nice that they recognize it. You're like, thanks. Yeah. But you know. And then there's somebody who, who just never feels that they did good or they're worthy or should I even be in this position? And that's where the imposter syndrome yeah. comes, where people feel, why am I famous? I don't deserve this. This is all fake. I don't know why I'm getting all of this mm -hmm. attention. It's going to disappear soon. And it plays with your head so much yeah. when you have that. And a lot of celebrities have that, the imposter syndrome. Thank God I'm not there. I and hopefully never. <laughs> and that has a lot to do with inside, yeah. inside you. But you? I might also know why I, I can really accept because um, I, w I am tough with myself a lot. I was a lot tougher and, and you know, uh, having the chance to have, for example, Melanie, my mental coach in my life and then and other coaches that helped me not judge myself because I was super judgy with myself. I'm like, why? Like, if I do anything good, no, this is not enough. You can always do better. So that's why when you ask me about, should I have done more in the finals, should I have done this? Okay, uh, old Ons would have killed herself. With, she should have done this, that, 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 you know? But now, it was in 2019, I think. It was like my resolution for 2020 is to never judge anyone, like anyone. And I said that, I could have said myself, but if I do that with people, then I do it with myself. Mm. So, but I don't do it on purpose, you know? But sometimes the way you live, the way your culture is, you tend to judge people a lot, you know? And you don't know what that person is going through. And I am learning that if I want people to treat me that way, I need to treat them the same. So I'm like, I'm not actually surprised. Why is he judging me? Why he's doing this? So 
I learned to be and again accept what my path is was going to be mm. and be a little bit soft with myself to allow myself to grow and to be more open and to evolve in general. You mentioned Kareem. Yeah. Is it difficult to work with your husband? Oh, at the beginning. <laughs> He's gonna love you. Like, tell him you go to run. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so, to those who don't know, he's, we were together first, got married, and then we started working together. <laughs> and it was a decision that we took together because I travel a lot, we don't see each other. And it was very tough, you know? It's like, why get married? Like, we don't see each other at all. And um, he, thank God he's a fitness coach. And uh, he did a little bit of tennis. Um, he's actually a fencer. Mm. That's how we met uh, from a national team in Tunisia. And uh, it was at the beginning, he throws the matching ball. I was like, you don't know how to throw? And he was like, you don't know how to catch? <laughs> and literally the first session ended in five minutes. <laughs> we were both angry. We went home, we didn't even speak to each other. And we learned to communicate. And uh, I'm like, listen, uh, I have to switch, you know. He's like, I'm putting the fitness coach hat and I'm putting the husband hat. I was like, I'm the chef, I do this. He does everything actually. And uh, like, I'm really lucky, you know, that he really helps me. And honestly, without him, I would have been in this level because since we start working together, I'm more and more disciplined. And um, just, uh, just amazing, you know, to have that combination, but yeah. also, we needed to learn the hard way to separate the personal and professional. Because if I want to go home with you, I don't want the talking about uh, what happened on the court or this. We, we talk about this and if needed, you know, we can talk about it. But I just want to find my husband at home, not my fitness coach. So that, that was interesting, really. Yeah, it's very difficult to make it work. Very. But if you do, it's a great combo. Yes. But it's rare. It is rare, yeah. Like working with family. It's rare that it works. But if it does, you have family. Yeah. Trust and respect and love is all there. That's for me. That's why I say communication is very important. Because if you don't like something, just tell me, we'll figure out. Mm -hmm. And then we'll find a solution. Just don't hold it. Because when you hold it, then you're going to explode. And then you're going to bring things that's not even there. And you're going to ruin the couple. Like, why? And mm -hmm. the first day we start working together, we made a deal. If it doesn't work as a fitness coach player, we need to tell each other and protect our marriage, kind of. Mm. What is something you like about us? Humor. I love my humor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're funny. Uh, I mean, I hate to say things about <laughs> myself, but I, 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 I love laughing, so I always cracking jokes and mm. uh, I'm the joker on tour as well, so. Okay. Something you don't like about Ons? Uh, my anger. Mm. It's sometimes it drives me, it's like, doesn't let me be the person that I want to be, like when it, it gets out of the way, you know? Mm. And, uh, but I like to be angry a little bit because that helps me be motivated and, and do things. What does love mean to you? Hmm. Love is everything. Love is, you can use love to achieve anything. And it's, it's a powerful, powerful uh, emotion, powerful world. world.
it's, love is everything for me. And I think, um, I remember Kobe Bryant saying something about love that I loved, but I forgot. <laughs> May mm. he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah, love is a very powerful thing. And it's a very, uh, it's a question you don't get the same answer. Yeah. It's many things, I guess. You know? Y you can um, resolve things with love. Mm. Anything love could do. I, I, am, I am positive in this. Mm. Um, it's, this is a hypothetical question. Mm. If you could see uh, when people are walking everywhere in public, yeah. um, you could see a characteristic yeah. on top of the head that you choose. Yeah. It could be sense of humor, how much money they have, if they're fake, honest, whatever. Any one characteristic. You can only choose one and you can see how much they have of that thing. Mm. What would you think is important for you to see? Um, definitely not the money. I don't care. Um, it's like um, probably the, the the character, the the person they are, the how how honest they are. Maybe mm. it's honesty is very important for me. Saraha. Saraha. Yeah. I I am honest with people, and that didn't help me sometimes because I'm too honest. You know, I just say things. You know, I hate when people like يخدموا uh, مخهم. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they uh, use their brain to like get into things, yeah. you know. It's just yeah. like go straight to the point. Why do you need to, I don't know, lie or do anything? Just just be you. And I always say the world will be much better if everybody is honest. Imagine. <laughs> Yeah. الإنسان يتعلم الكذب من هو طفل لو خذ شيء ولا ما سوى الهومورك ولا خوف خوف أيوة مثلاً did you train once yeah yeah I did did you sleep of course that's the easy way because if you say no I stayed up late I watched extra shows I shouldn't have yeah that's taking responsibility yeah. and most people don't want to take responsibility so they don't want to be honest true you know, it takes it takes a lot of courage to be an honest person. This I learned. For sure, yeah. Brave people are honest. Yeah. Cowards are liars. When I lie, I don't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable. Mm. It's like even like I did, even just I, I don't want to, I don't want to lie. I hate it. I just no, I cannot do this. I sometimes I have trouble saying no to people because I don't want to hurt their feelings, you know. But uh, I just I want to be honest all the time. Mm. You live better. Of course. Yeah. You know, you live lighter, I think. Um, we'll do an interesting one. Uh, it's an imagination question. Okay. So I'll ask it and then I'll explain it. Um, it's called the Cocology Cube Test. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, cool. Can you close your eyes? Okay. I'll... Okay. Like I'm in therapy right now. There you are. Um, Imagine uh, once you're in the desert, yeah. a very um, empty, there is nothing in this desert, completely deserted desert. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you see a cube. Yeah. Please explain the cube. How does it look like? Like the, um, what's a cube is shaped as a cube. 
Um, you mean the color? Sure. Red? Hmm. How big is it? Uh, small, like this. Where is it? On the sand? On inside the sand. the sand, flying? On the sand. On a tiny flat. flat. Yeah, I have like a little bit like that. Okay. Because <laughs> the sand for me is like that, so. Mm. And is it transparent? You can see through? No, it's Solid. red. Yeah. Okay. And after you see the cube, mm -hmm. you suddenly see a ladder. Okay. Where is the ladder? Um, just like further a little bit. It's separate from the cube? Yeah. Standing? Yeah. Is it very tall? Um, not, not too much, like medium. Taller than the cube? A little bit, yeah. Okay, is it new or old? Um, not old, not new. Mm. Like medium. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after the ladder, you see a horse. Mm -hmm. Explain the horse. Brown, uh, nice, you know, the hair is nice. Mm. It's uh, maybe has a small uh, white spots. Mm. And very beautiful, like, you know, the, the big horse, you know, mm. the, the sporty one. Mm. Standing, running? Just uh, standing and doing, you know, this. <laughs> Where? Sand. Where is it standing? On the sand, a little bit further than the, the cube and the ladder. Between or? No, after. After. Mm -hmm. Okay. After the horse. You see flowers. Okay. Where is the flowers? Um, on a vase. On like the? in the, like. In a vase. Va in a vase on the sand. Okay. Uh, love a lot. The color. Yeah, I love red color. So it's red roses. Red roses. Mm. And where are they now, in the picture? I'm honestly, when you ask me, I move forward. So after the horse. After the horse? Yeah. Okay, are they in good health or wilting? Yeah, good health, very beautiful. Smells good also. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing you see is a storm. Oof. Where is the storm and how is it? It's like a tornado for me. Hmm. Um, gotta say, not a big one. It's like uh, the ones you see in the movies. Hmm. Sorry, my imagination is like that, so... Just uh, circling and turning, and again, I'm moving forward, so it's after everything. Is it far or close? Uh, it's far getting close. Is it affecting any of the things we described? No. Nothing. Because for me, like, it's the other stuff are safe. Okay. Let's explain it to you. Open your eyes. So this is a cool test. Okay, it's a Japanese test by a Japanese psychologist. Nice. And then ons cube. Cube. It's your sense of self or ego. Mm -hmm. So you said small. So you're introverted, shy, modest, quiet. You'd rather blend in than stand out. And of course, it can be a mix. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be only. It can be depends on the size. You're a mix. Yeah. yeah. Of being I am shy. 
bold, confident, and willing to be seen. And small, the smaller it goes, the more shy and introverted yeah. you are, and the less ego. You know. But the thing, I am shy, but I I learn I cannot be shy in in my job. Mm. So the thing is, I learned uh, to open up more and be who I am. Mm. And then honestly, I love being who I am. But also at the same time, I'm shy. I'm not the one who go make conversation and everything. But yeah. uh, it's it's also part of the the charm that I have as well. It's like be quiet and it's it's nice. Mm. You said standing on the sand. Yeah. So stable knows what they want from life and intend to get it. Logical and precise. Okay. And you said solid. It's not transparent. No. Know yourself. You're not easily manipulated and you're very self-assured. Okay. Selfish? Self-assured. Ah, okay. No, no, different. Like, self-assured. No, I don't want to be selfish. <laughs> no, no, you know who you are and... Alhamdulillah. You Alhamdulillah. Ladder. It's your family and friends. Mm. If it's uh, higher than your cube, you value your friends and family highly and you do depend on them. If it's, uh, let's call it three to five steps, prefer having a handful of friends. If it's more than 12 steps, you have few friends, but you know a lot of people, acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah. If it's old or new, you said it's medium. So if it's old, you've known your friends for a long time or you know each other well. Yeah. If it's new, most of your friends are new or you don't know them uh, well enough. Or you're getting to know them, but you're in the middle. Well, the thing is, is if being a tennis player, you really, it's tough to make friends because mm. I travel a lot. I'm not in the same country. So that's why also having few friends as well is, is, is important for me. So. And for me, my friends are my family, you know. Mm. So if I trust you, then I hate that you lie to me. So if I give you the, the trust, then... I'm, I know that you are worth it because mm. I don't want to be disappointed at the end. Mm. And I was, and I learned the hard way, so that's why I like. <clears throat> uh, you said it's far from the cube, close to the cube. Yeah. So you resolve your problems without the ham fam uh, help of the family and friends. Oh yeah, I love to be mm. responsible and uh, mm -hmm. uh, don't like to complain <laughs> and go you, crying. <laughs> you said it's uh, it's not too tall, not too short. So it's between regarding yourself as an alpha and a leader, and between being extroverted and having many friends and acquaintances. So you're Balancing. somewhere in the middle. Horse is Karim. Oh, your ideal partner. So you said that it's strong, beautiful, He's nice beautiful, hair, yeah. you know? <laughs> I was like, when I was imagining it, it's like something, you right mm. here. I must love you, Karim, you know? <laughs> <laughs> close to the cube signifies a close relationship. Yeah. And you guys are very close because you're in each other's lives also every day. So you he better knows everything, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. um, sturdy, working, glamorous, prancing horse, you said. So I would say you, uh, when you said the glamorous, prancing horse, you value outward appearances and want someone that also others would approve of. You, you enjoy a good physique and a good face and all of that. And uh, I would sit between this and the sturdy brown working horse, you seek dependability and reliability in a partner. So you depend on him a lot, or you'd like I mean, to. He's my fitness coach, so <laughs> he takes care of my body, so I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then the flowers. Yeah. It's the children. Oof. Yeah. I don't have any yet, but I, know. I love kids. Yeah, obviously, because you said a lot of red roses. 
yeah, I'm not sure if I can do that because maybe after the first one I changed my mind. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's something that, um, again, part of the sacrifice being a tennis player mm. uh, is I don't, I need like maybe a year and a half to stop. And every year is not the right year, you know? Mm. And now going back is like, you know, I should have stopped maybe, maybe have a kid at 22, 23, uh, because I wasn't playing that, that good that time. And I was like, I don't know if having the kids early would have helped me, you know, be mm. where I am. And, you know, now it's like the top, you know, so I cannot stop. And if I went according my plan, I would have stopped maybe this year or something mm. to have a kid. But again, it's like, maybe I'm not ready yet to be a parent. We are, we are not, not ready both to be parents. But yeah, definitely something we want to do. It's for me, like you said, family, it's very important. Mm. So hopefully as as much as I can have. How old are you now? I'm 28. Badri, Adi, you can wait so, But I wanna want to be, you know, I was like, well, with tennis, I don't have my knees are done. <laughs> I want to be able to run and just have fun with my kids. But Karim is like uh, eight years older than me. So and he wants to be like a young father. Mm. So yeah, it's. كل شيء في وقته حلو. أكيد أكيد. For sure. I think it can happen in the right time. It's a challenging for a woman. You're right because yeah. you have to pause your career. I do. You know, know. For the man, it's easier. Yeah. I tell them we should get paid more. <laughs> we yeah. have to do this. We stop and we don't know if we're gonna be fit enough to come back. Because mm. this is very tough and everything starts when you are pregnant and uh, certain diet and not everything after like so many they do. It's like really important to know what to eat during mm. pregnancy to be able to come back after and honestly so many women they did in the tennis world and they give me the exam they encourage me to do that so mm. and i want to do that also to change the mentality a little bit because mm. when i got married i was like oh arab woman gets married she's gonna stay at home and cook and she cannot play sport and okay people talk you know it's not gonna be great she's gonna go down with the ranking and everything. And now everybody loves our story, me and Kervin. For them, it's a successful story, but they, they don't know how they judged us a little bit at the beginning, mm. which we, it's, it's out of the, the normal thing, you know, we did. Again, trying to give the example, it's possible. Your marriage is an interesting marriage because it can teach a lot of people a lot of things. Meaning, um, working with a partner, not easy. No. So you, you can teach people that it's possible, not easy, but it's possible. And if it is possible, and if it actually works, it's very powerful because of you course. said that he really made you also yeah. reach where you are. Secondly, also, I appreciate Kareem. Because for a man not to be the star on camera, you have to have so much peace of mind and peace with yourself and no ego. He's not jealous of me, Aywa, because which is very tough Aywa. for a man. So that's also respect to him. So much respect for him, yeah. You know, uh, he's that's okay. why I value he, him so much because he he he's like not selfish with me. He just wants me to succeed when if he succeeds, then if I do, then he does. And the thing is, I always say we. I don't, when I talk in interviews, I always say we as a team, as a, 
as a partner, as a family, as a dream, because now this is not only my dream, but it's his dream also. So we share also the same dream. Mm. It's like I'm going in the car and taking everybody with me on the way, <laughs> you know, to my dream, you know? Yeah, and they want to be in the car. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. So there's so much you can teach from that. Anyways, coming back to your flowers. So obviously you love children, whether it's your children or other yeah. children, you love children. And you said there is the cube, the horse, and then the flowers. And it's interesting because that's your life. Yeah. You, you found an ideal partner. Then the, maybe the next step would be Shala. the children. Um, and if it's, uh, clo- you said it's vibrant and blossoming, reflects the health and prosperity of your children as well your relationship with them. So I think... Inshallah, when you have children or the children currently in your life, mm. whoever it is, uh, you, you're good with them. My niece is. Yeah. is you yeah. see? She's, I miss her so much. She's yeah. so cute. And near the cube shows you wish for a close relationship with your kids. Storm, stress, anxiety, and fear. Well, that's my life. <laughs> you talk about tennis match. I'm always anxious, stress, you know, life. But you had a good, uh, a good result. Yeah. Um, vaguely inside or on the horizon, you said it's the last thing. So you're at a more peaceful inner place. However, mm-hmm. the closer the storm, the closer the immediate threat. Yeah. And you said it's coming. But you said it's not affecting. No. So engages any of the elements without affecting them. You consider the threat manageable and you have confidence in your ability to resolve matters. It's a, it's a usual thing, but you're like, it's okay, I got this. So I succeeded the test? Or? <laughs> it's a good thing. There is no succeed. Yeah. There is a reality I know, I know. of somebody. And I think yours is, uh, you know, you're, you're, at, you're cool with it. Alhamdulillah. Hmm. Um, what are you afraid of? And actually, when you um, mentioned the kids, you know, I, I used to be afraid of not having been able to have kids, you know. Yeah. But I think I got over it because, again, accepting that maybe it's part of my way, maybe it's part of because I love kids so much, you know. So I was, I was kidding, I don't know, if, what if I cannot have kids, you know, it's, what's going to happen, you know. And, and then I, I made my peace with it, you know, like, there's a lot of different ways I can adopt and, and, and make somebody's life better, you know. And that's also a great thing. Because for me, um, also having kids is not just blood, but raising someone, helping that small creature be something great. I was going to suggest also adopting at some yeah. point. It's nice to have your own, of course, but it's yeah. also nice to change somebody's if, life. If you can, that's, if I can one day. and that's, But, you know, it, it's a very difficult thing. So if I'm going to do it, I need mm. to make sure that I'm able to do it the right mm. way. So, no. uh, best moment in your life so far? A lot. One of the best. <laughs> um, I don't know, just... Uh, I don't want it to be tennis related because, again, tennis is part of my life. But um, just honestly, being with my family and be happy with them is, is one of my, my best moments, you know. Mm. Just be around them, you know. It's, it, is, it is very important to me. 
maybe being with my niece right now. She's really cute and I miss her. And your most difficult moment so far? Mm, a lot of those too. Um, maybe losing my grandma was tough as well as years back. She's great. She was a great, uh, she was supporting me a lot and always watching me, you know, and uh, I wish I can show her what I am today. And actually mentioned her at the US Open because uh, somehow, you know, I've, I'm all about the energy and everything. And, and I felt like she was with me. She was pushing me to do good, you know, and a certain time I was having difficulty first sets. And she was was like, Grandma, can you please help? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if it's it's right or wrong. I was like, I need your help. Uh, I need one more push. I'm feeling a little bit tired. Help me. And yeah. I, and then after I, I thanked her somehow and on, on court interview saying like, thank you for being with me because that really did help. And I felt her energy somehow. And we, we were really close and, you know, uh, having a grandma unites the family. Hmm. So that really was, I really miss her. So may she rest in peace. What's her name? Um, Burawiya. Burawiya? Uh, Burawiya, yeah. I don't know the first time. Yeah, it's a Tunisian name. Burawiya. We call her Ya. Hmm. So, yeah. Or if you could write her a letter now uh-huh. and she would read it, what would you write? Mm, I'll say, Tuhashtik. I miss you. Uh, she always makes this uh, uh, dish, you know, like um, called yuyu. Yuyu is like a Tunisian dessert. Really good. She's, she, she makes the best. I, I tell my mom, I blame you not taking the right recipe now. It's like it's, the legacy is gone, you know. Mm. But I'm like, uh, just uh, look where I am today. You always believed in me. And I wish you were here to, to see all of this. And. Uh, I always tell her you should have come to tournaments, but she was really old when uh, when I started playing. So um, just really miss you so much. Hmm. Um, Kareem in one word. حب حياد. بعطيك واسطة عشان تقلتي أكثر عن كلمة واحدة بس الجواب حلو. رضا؟ لا الوالد امم في كلمة كلمة؟ يعني نوصفه ولا just to tell this human being give me in one word I have to choose because I know you're gonna ask for my mother so I cannot use both you can my strength قوتي قوتك سميرة صح؟ سميرة شو تعني لك سميرة؟ سميرة كل شيء يعني أمي اللي نحبها ديما تكون فخورة بيا and showing her that I can do all this is important for me her to 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 valid what I'm doing and I'm lucky really lucky that she she supported me to follow my dreams because it's it's tough as a parent I can put myself like uh, in her place choosing to have a risky career it's tough so she's a strong woman 
she teach me to be a strong woman. She's, I don't know how she did half of the things that she did for us. I have no idea. But apparently it's, it's a mother thing, so I don't know how, how they do it. But really grateful to have her. Allah mm. Allah. Amen. Um, you're very close to your family. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Family is important. Yes. And uh, I, they teach me a lot of things that I know today. And maybe I'm teaching them a little bit also because I, I, I have conversation with my mom about and my dad about things, you know, life. And we share opinions, you know, and to have that freedom of speech with them, I think is very important. Because mm. that helped me build the personality that I have today. Mm. What makes you feel valuable? Um, me. I make myself feel valuable. Mm. You make yourself feel whatever you decide to make yourself feel. And again, learning that. I'm not born like that, trust me. <laughs> Did learn that. It's a good answer. I never got that answer. Yeah. Hmm. And if we could take Ansa's heart mm. and we can place it outside. What would your heart tell us? Um, my heart will probably say thank you for always uh, sh share love, always uh, give love no matter how difficult life is and for always choosing love because f some people, they have bad experiences, right? And the bad takes over. So for example, uh, somebody betrays your trust. So the first reaction is not trusting anyone. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I always like to give love. Even that person did not treat me well. Give, give, give. And Probably, yeah, my heart will say thank you for always uh, fighting for the right things. Maybe. Mm. How would you want people to remember you? As happy person, smiley. You're called the minister of happiness, right? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happiness is following me, so I, I honestly had nothing to do with that. I don't know how it came. Uh, I mean, I know a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, I want them to always remember my smile, uh, my sense of humor, uh, and just uh, that I am some, someone that really gives a lot of love. Yeah, once you have this brand also, Yalla Happiness, I think, right? Yalla Habibi. Yalla, yalla Habibi. Yeah. Actually, I did that with uh, my sponsor, Lotto. I mixed your Ministry of Happiness with your Yalla thing. <laughs> I made it Yalla Happiness. <laughs> Maybe. Yalla Habibi. Yalla Habibi. Yeah, yeah. why? Uh, 
you know, uh, I try to speak Arabic control a little bit. So I was like, hey, Habibi, how are you? So everybody goes, Habibi. They call me Habibi, you know. And of course, people supporting me. I always, when I scream, I will say, Yalla. As, you know, my little bit of me on court. So, like, Yalla, Habibi. And uh, two famous Arabic words, I gotta say. Mm. But actually, not a lot of people know Habibi, which is, I was kind of surprised because everybody asked me, What does Habibi mean? What does Yalla mean? And I'm like, uh, Come on, my love. I don't know if you want to say it like that. And it's maybe it's all about love and happiness with me. I don't know. So, uh, so yeah, I made uh, convince Lotto to make T-shirts. It was start just for us as a team, you know, Yalla Habibi, just to encourage ourselves. And then it, it went viral. We had other T-shirts, mm. you know, but uh, yeah, just everybody loves it, and uh, it, it, it's nice because even Americans are saying Yalla Habibi. I don't know how they spell it, but everybody knows about it, which is great. That's nice. And it represents you. Yeah. Um, final. Onsen, one word. Um, a dreamer. Dreamer. Yeah. Why? Because everything with me starts with a dream. And then becomes reality. So I like to believe that it's there. I like to dream it first. And I am very good with my imagination. You know? So when I close my eyes, I can imagine myself doing this, that, that. So I, I feel the dream before it happens. I got one more. Bil Arabi. Yalla. Ya Abali. Tunis Shudanilic. Tunis Kalshili. It's. Yani. Men aham al ashia. Ili khalatni al abtenis. Hmm. عشان كان في اوفرز اللي بلعب مع بلدان اخرين بس انا رفضت انا قلت لهم انا تونسيه وهذه الايدنتيتي بتاعي انا باش نلعب مع تونس خاطر اتس اتس هو اي ام سو تنس انديفيدوال سبورت صح most of people they call you by your name Ons Jaber, Ons Jaber. Ons Jaber It's part of me, Ons Jaber Al Arabia. I think it, it's, it's much bigger for me. And part of why I am playing is because I'm, I'm Tunisian and it would have not been the same at all. Mish Nafs Al Tam. Shukra. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.